0: The following is a presentation of the Force Center podcast feed.
1: happy beeps. This is a show where I talk about the joyful side of Star Wars, but today, I am not so happy. There's been some talk online that got me doing the Boss Nass head shake. As you may know, there is a new Star Wars animated series on YouTube called Star Wars Galaxy of Adventures. Each episode is about a minute long and captures a familiar moment from the films. It's basically a great way to introduce kids to the world of Star Wars and get them excited to learn more about these stories. The show lives on the new Star Wars Kids YouTube channel and StarWarsKids.com. As a parent of a three and a half year old, this is the type of content that I have been waiting for. But not everyone is excited. Some of the criticism I've seen is, why do kids need this? If you want them to get into Star Wars, just have them watch the movies. And generations of kids have gotten hooked on Star Wars watching the movies. Why change that now? Oh, (laughs) I have some theories. And I'm going to share them on this episode of Happy Beeps. Before we tackle this topic, I'm going to share a little story that happened to me recently. So last weekend, my husband, daughter, and I went over to our friend's house. We were all hanging out when my friend asked my daughter what she likes. Immediately, she answered that she loves Pinkie Pie, My Little Pony, and Moana. What about Star Wars? Do you like Star Wars? My friend asked, knowing what a huge fan I am. No, no, I don't. My daughter replied simply, I like Twilight Sparkle. My heart broke. Where had I gone wrong? When we drove home later that night, I asked my husband why he thought that Lucia said that she didn't like Star Wars. And he said, Well, she's been around Star Wars things her whole life. Maybe she doesn't even realize what Star Wars really is. He had a point. To test that theory, the next day I asked my daughter, Do you like Star Wars? No, she replied again. So I changed my line of questioning. Do you like your Java pillow? She laughed and shouted, Yes! Do you like playing with your Tauntaun? Oh, yes. What about Leia? Do you like Leia? Yes, I do. Mm Mm-hmm, yes. She said as she smiled. This conversation made me realize that My daughter loves Star Wars things, but she doesn't have much of a connection to the stories or many of the characters. Thanks to Forces of Destiny, she's learned why Leia is a great leader, Ahsoka is a great fighter, and why Rey is not only a survivor, but a kind friend to all creatures. But she doesn't have a visceral connection to Luke, Vader, or Han Solo because she's never seen the movies. Yeah, I've read her all the Star Wars golden books and pop-up books and every single book you can imagine related to Star Wars, including the Jeffrey Brown, Vader's Little Princess and Vader and Son series, which she loves. But there is something powerful about watching these characters on screen, whether it's an animation form or live action. My daughter loves Twilight Sparkle because she's learned that Twilight is smart, loves reading and helping others and she can do magic, which is pretty darn cool. The My Little Pony Friendship is Magic show has taught her the importance of kindness, working as a team, bettering your community, and has also showed her how anger and greed can lead to bad things. Sound familiar? If My Little Pony can teach my daughter these things, why can't Star Wars? Well, it can if you watch the movies or Rebels or Star Wars Resistance. I know some parents have shown their three-year-olds The Empire Strikes Back, but my daughter isn't ready for that Wampa scene just yet. I mean, I could force her to watch the movies and maybe she'd enjoy some of it, but chances are most of the story would go over her head, and if she got scared by anything, that would be what she would remember about Star Wars. I can't take that chance. So here is where Galaxy of Adventures can step in. After watching the first batch of episodes, I feel like this show is geared towards kids five and up. Maybe a four-year-old could handle it, but those red beady wampa eyes are really scary, and that Vader episode would have given me nightmares as a kid. But why do we need this series when five-year-olds for generations have learned about Star Wars by watching the movies? Here's why. Star Wars has cool space battles and fighting with lightsabers. But the reason Star Wars has stuck around for so long is because of the characters. There are a lot of kids who haven't seen the films yet. But they know who Luke Skywalker is because they've seen him on t-shirts, lunchboxes, and on soup cans. But Luke is nothing more than a brand icon. Unless a kid learns about Luke's hopefulness, his self-doubts, and the strength he eventually finds within himself and within his community. That is how a kid becomes a fan. What gets me excited about Galaxy of Adventures is that it boils down these classic characters to their essence. It simplifies the story, so you don't have to know anything about Star Wars to enjoy or understand the video. Take, for example, the Luke episode. We see Luke staring at the twin sons with the hope of becoming a Jedi like his father. We see his wide-eyed amazement when he holds a lightsaber for the first time. We also see Luke's serious lightsaber skills, which is obviously not in A New Hope, but it's a fun embellishment that adds to the legend of the character. I really love the anime style of the series, which makes it feel fresh, and as someone said online, it looks like an animated golden book. Like I said, the episodes are only a minute long, so it's just bite-sized information. But if kids want to learn more about who a character is, there are fun facts videos that give a Cliff Notes version of the character's arc throughout the Skywalker saga. You and I are within the Star Wars nerd bubble, as Ken likes to say, but not everyone is a Star Wars fan. I know, it's shocking, and honestly, I wouldn't believe it if I hadn't met people throughout my life did not like Star Wars? What? It's true. So while I'm off buying a life-size replica of Wicked the Ewok, there are some parents who don't have any plans of showing their kids episodes one through nine. Putting Galaxy of Adventures on YouTube is really smart because it widens the scope of who might discover the series. If anyone searches for Star Wars kids videos, it's the first thing that pops up. It's also on the Disney Now app homepage, so if you or your kid is a Disney fan, you can't miss it.
0: Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage, like me, in a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss
1: out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today.
0: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads generally, for most people, are the easy button, right?
1: What I like about this new series is that it makes Star Wars accessible for everyone. Well, at least if you live in the U.S. Sorry, fans elsewhere. I don't think this content will replace what the movies offer fans. I see it as more like supplemental material. For some kids, the show might serve as a bridge to the larger world of Star Wars. The franchise can look daunting to someone who knows nothing about the wars. Think about all the movies, books, TV shows, and Wikipedia entries that are based on this made-up world. If a kid is discovering the Star Wars universe on their own, Galaxy of Adventures is a good place to start. I think some adults also forget that this new generation of fans is not experiencing it the way we once did back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. These kids, their Star Wars heroes are Rey, Finn, and Poe. My daughter loves BB-8 because she's seen him in videos, books, and on merchandise. She has no connection to RGG2, and she refuses to call him anything but (laughs) BB-8. So how can you get young kids who didn't grow up on the OT engaged and excited about the classic heroes of Luke, Leia, and Han? By introducing the characters to them in a fresh, new, animated way. That's why I think Forces of Destiny was so great, and it's why I think Galaxy of Adventures will be successful with young fans. Okay, so why do kids need these short videos telling moments that are from the movies when kids could watch the movies themselves? Every kid is different, and some 4 and 5 year olds may not be ready to watch Luke get his hand cut off with a laser sword. Or watch Anakin's flesh burn on Mustafar. But the main reason why I think the Galaxy of Adventures format is a smart idea is because kids consume content differently nowadays. If you don't have kids, ask one. If they're a ten-year-old, ask them who their favorite celebrity is. And chances are, they'll name a YouTuber. If you're not a five-year-old, you may not understand why millions of viewers want to watch the hands of a grown adult playing with slime or acting out ridiculous scenes with Paw Patrol toys. People like to gripe about how YouTube is ruining kids' attention spans, but YouTube isn't to blame. It's everywhere. Both animated and live-action TV shows and movies are edited faster and more intense. There's quick cuts, fast camera movements, and tons of action sequences. One of my daughter's favorite films is Alice in Wonderland, but have you watched the 1950s Disney version lately? It's very slow-paced in comparison to today's frenetic-paced animated films. Contrast that with the Disney Sumsums shorts on Disney Junior. There's no dialogue, just squeaks and sound effects, and lots of bouncing around. It's kind of mindless, but my daughter loves it. She also watches these shorts back-to-back, so it basically turns into a 20-minute episode made up of two-minute videos. I think that's how the Galaxy of Adventures episodes are meant to be watched. You know, you start one, and then when that's finished, it seamlessly goes into the next episode. If you have Netflix, you know how addicting it is to go from one episode of Stranger Things right into the next. So creating short-form content for kids that they can watch back-to-back in one sitting is basically giving kids the Star Wars binge-watching experience. Children naturally have a shorter attention span, so it makes sense to create short-form content for kids. That's why you might see two or three different episodes within one 30-minute block of a Muppet Babies or Paw Patrol cartoon. It's easy to say, well, you know, I don't think it's good that these short-form videos are feeding into kids' short attention spans. They should get used to sitting and watching a two-hour movie. It will be good for them. Yeah, but it would be a missed opportunity to not create short-form animation when there is a huge audience wanting that. I think it's a really smart business move on Lucasfilm's part that will help keep the brand fresh, and welcome in new young viewers. Marvel has a short-form show on Disney Junior. It's actually called Marvel Superhero Adventures. And it's awesome. It introduced my daughter to Spider-Man and Black Panther in a way that was fun and didn't require knowing anything about the Marvel Universe. That's exactly what I think Galaxy of Adventures is hoping to do. And I think they're already staying on target. I've watched all of the Galaxy of Adventures episodes so far, and I've really enjoyed them. My only criticism is that we didn't get that Leia episode within the first batch. I know it's coming, either later this month or in the spring of 2019, but that's not good enough for me or my daughter. I shared the story on the main show, but when I showed my daughter the 3PO and R2-D2 episode. My daughter immediately perked up. She got excited when she saw Leia on screen. It was so neat. Leia! She shouted. And then... Mama, where did Leia go? She had to leave. She'll be back, though. I told her, even though I knew. (laughs) She wouldn't be in the rest of the episode. It was horrible. I could see my daughter's engagement totally change. Suddenly, her excitement turned to passiveness. Leia is one of her favorite characters, but more than that, Leia serves as a way for my daughter to see herself in the Star Wars story. It's why she loved Forces of Destiny. Pretty much all of the shows that my daughter watches either have a female lead or an all female ensemble. She also likes Paw Patrol, but she only pays attention when Skye or Chase are on screen. If you don't know, Skye is the female pup who wears a pink costume. Nowadays, there is so much great content starring female characters that kids can be choosy with what they watch. When I look back on the movies that I grew up on, it's kind of shocking. The biggest movies during my formative years were E.T., Goonies, Stand By Me, The Lost Boys, The NeverEnding Story, Ghostbusters, Back to the Future, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, just to name a few. Do you notice the theme there? I became used to not having female characters in a film, where if they were there, they were basically props or only there to serve the male character's story. Although Gertie and E.T. might be an exception. That's why I liked Star Wars so much growing up, because Leia was a badass. She was kind, she was a leader, and she was Force-sensitive, as we learned in Jedi. I grew up without seeing female heroes on screen and it sucked. That's why I cry every time I watch Moana or Frozen because I am so happy that my daughter and this new generation of kids have these powerful female characters at the center of these stories. I share all this because young fans like my daughter want to see Leia. She is a part of the big three, so for her to not be in this first batch is really disappointing. By the time you're listening to this, they may have already released a Leia episode, but my question still stands. Why wouldn't you release one of the major characters' episodes within this first batch? We know there are countless young girls who love Star Wars. There might be young girls who have been told by their peers or even their parents that Star Wars is for boys. But they want to learn more about Star Wars, and they see Leia in that Galaxy of Adventures trailer thumbnail, but they can't find a Leia episode, and it reinforces the idea that maybe Star Wars is for boys after all. I know some people might think I'm exaggerating, but A, I grew up hearing this my whole life. I still hear it. And B, I cannot tell you how many parents I have overheard at Toys R Us, R.I.P., and Target that won't let their child get a toy or a costume because, oh, no, that's a boy thing, or, oh, that's a girl thing. Star Wars is for everyone, but by not including Leia in that initial launch, it sends a message that maybe it isn't. I share this criticism because I care, and because I saw firsthand how important it is to include female characters on screen. All this being said, I know we're getting a Leia episode, maybe even a Padme episode, Mon Mothma, who knows, down the line. So I am going to look to the horizon optimistically. In addition to being excited about Galaxy of Adventures, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do under the Star Wars Kids umbrella. There are so many possibilities. And I hope we get everything from a droid babies show, using 3D animation, of course, to a cartoon that takes place in the Mos Eisley Cantina. Ideally, I'd love to have a Star Wars Kids tab on the Disney Plus streaming service, but for now, I will, you know, take whatever I can get. I am just happy that we are getting new content. That's what I always come back to. No matter what criticism I may have or what my hopes are for the future, I'm thankful that this new generation of fans gets to experience new Star Wars stories. Obviously, I'm thankful that I, as an adult, get to experience these new Star Wars stories. But the older I get, the older my daughter gets. I'm reminded that Star Wars has never been about entertaining grown-ups. Star Wars has always been for the kids. Thank you for listening to this bite-sized episode of Happy Beeps. I just wanted to share my thoughts on why I think Galaxy of Adventures and the Star Wars Kids channel is important and valuable to children, parents, and fans of all ages. What do you think of the new series? Do you like it? Let me know on Twitter, at JenniferLanda, Landa, hashtag Happy Beeps, or on my Facebook page. I am also on Instagram, posting more photos, and on YouTube as well, at JenniferLanda. Special thanks to Tony Thaxton for our Happy Beeps theme songs. It always gets me going in the morning and evening when I record this very late at night. If you like Star Wars songs, check out his page at patreon.com slash cloudcitysoundtrack. He can even write a Star Wars song for you. And as always, if you want to find out how to support what we do here at Four Center, you can visit our site at patreon.com slash center. Thank you all so much for listening and until next time, beep ba boop.